Hello and welcome to episode two of the Communication Outcome Podcast. This is the podcast for communicationoutcome.com, the online training website for all things communication. I'm your host, Chad Eves, and today we are going to talk about decision making and how that relates to communication and more specifically, how it relates to getting started on a communication activity. Pretty much everything we do in our lives is at least initially driven by making a decision and communication is no different in this respect. One thing with communication though, is a lot of people will find themselves hesitant to begin working on that communication. Now that communication could be anything from giving a presentation, leading a meeting, writing a paper for school or writing a report for a boss, uh, creating a poster, whatever that is, a lot of people will be hesitant to start it. And there's a number of reasons why this is so. First is they could be overwhelmed by a variety of factors such as technology. If a person is creating a podcast, they might be trying to figure out what software do I use? What microphone do I use? Do I use a camera? Do I just do audio? And the questions keep piling up and it gets to the point where they don't know what decision to make and they get overwhelmed. And they kind of enter an analysis paralysis and they don't know which way to move. It could be a different type of technical issue, such as language. Maybe it is a human language, such as English, French, Spanish, Japanese, whatever it might be. Or maybe it's the language of an industry or a skill set. Medical industry versus engineering versus the arts. Is that person confident and comfortable that they know how to speak? in in that language to that audience. One of the primary ones in communication, and we see this everywhere, it gets a lot of attention when it comes to spoken communication, is fear of rejection. Communicating is something that is a very intimate activity for people. We're exposing ourselves and sharing thoughts and ideas and concepts and things that we want to do that most of the time we keep inside, but they don't have their potential revealed until we share them with other people. And only after that can they actually happen and have some kind of impact. But that can be a very fearful experience for many, many people. And it's not uncommon. Uh, There could be the question of when's the right time? Is this the right time to talk to someone? Is it the right time to submit a report? Maybe I'll do it later. And that's just more of a procrastination move. Same thing with competing priorities. Sometimes there are legitimate priorities that people have to juggle. Whether it's a family issue, a health issue, work issue, whatever else, sometimes things come up that have to be addressed first. But a lot of the other times, it's kind of used as a delaying in procrastination move again. You know, instead of working on that paper, I'm going to go see a movie. Instead of preparing for that big meeting I've got to lead, I'm going to watch the ball game. Whatever it might be, if those priorities are legitimate, that's one thing. If they aren't, that's an issue. All of these are kind of tied together by really a lack of confidence. And this lack of confidence can generate itself into really being a lack of courage and that being why people don't move forward. Now, these actions or lack of actions can have real world implications. So what are some of the activities that this could impact? Maybe a person's looking for a job or they know a job they want to put in for, or they want to change careers, but they don't make that initial contact with 
a person that owns a business, a recruiter, whoever it might be, they don't create their resume. They don't do a cover letter. They don't update their LinkedIn, whatever form of communication that could help them get to that next step. It doesn't happen. Maybe that person wants a promotion. They want to make sure they keep their job. Uh, and they don't take the actions or, you know, showcase themselves in ways, whether it's by doing a presentation or participating in a meeting, whatever it might be. Um, also not writing that paper. We talked about that earlier, connecting with a customer, making a sales call, just picking up the phone or shooting an email because of, you know, a fear is going to go bad. Something's not going to work. But then again, that impacts making money, which is going to impact, you know, people at some level, uh, introducing yourself to somebody, whether it's a romantic interest, someone you want to be a friend, uh, but this is also where you might miss out on that relationship if you don't take that step. Uh, and the last example we'll touch on here is having difficult conversations, whether they are in person, they're in email, uh, though typically it's better than in person, but sometimes you have to send difficult emails, but stepping forward and making that happen. And usually at the end of those, even though it's not obvious or appreciated, Ideally, all parties are better off in some way after that happens, but there's the fear of making someone unhappy of conflict and not wanting to do this. So how do we move past this? What do we do? And there are two, there's a two stage process that we're going to discuss here. And the first one is something you'll hear all the time in our material. You'll read it in our material. And it's even in the name of the business in the website. And that's outcome. What is it that you want to achieve? What is the results that you want to have happen? Define what it is. It can't just be, we want to make more money. I want a promotion. Define exactly what it is and what are the results or the impact going to be because that's going to come into the second part of this two-stage de decision making strategy how's it going to benefit you once we have a specific and defined idea of what the results are that we want from this communication and every communication pretty much is going to have some kind of result whether it is to inform someone ultimately you want someone to take an action of some type you might want them to be informed uh, or entertained. Uh, but whatever it is, you want them to take some kind of action. Maybe it's just to like you, but that is a result that you might want. But understand what it is. Define it and then write the stuff down. Define what's the benefit to you. Are you going to get more money? Are you going to make a new friend? Are you going to get a new romantic interest? Uh, you're going to sell more product. You're going to get a good grade in the class that's going to help you further down the road. Whatever that is, as you define the outcome and the benefit, these are going to start to dwarf all of those obstacles and fears and concerns that a person feels earlier if they're hesitant to engage in the communication activity. They're going to start to become less and less significant. And the more and more that you focus on that outcome, you focus on that benefit and why it matters, you will be driven by it and you'll stop thinking about why I can't. How do I get this outcome? How do I get to enjoy the benefits? 
Now, there'll be some people that say, what if you're told to do it for work? Or you have to do it as part of a class? Okay. But you're at that job and you're in that class for a reason. You've decided to be there. What's the benefit for you? If it's at work and you got to give a presentation to get the paycheck, or maybe to get a promotion, maybe to get the benefits, whatever it might be, you have to drill down to what is the benefit beyond just doing something because a supervisor told you to do it. Same thing with the, the school paper example. You're in that class or program for a reason, especially at the college level. You know, high school, middle school, you have to be in class. But especially when you're in the college level, you're there by your choice. Why are you there? What do you want to achieve? And then you have to define that out of that outcome that you're working on. This will make those fears, concerns, worries fade into the background. And you'll become more motivated. And a lot of people will be like, wow, what happened here? And this is a lot of what we, you know communication outcome is about is we take little te techniques, little, little strategies. Uh, we talk about motivation in small bits and these little actions will create advantage and you'll end up communicating in a manner that's above average. That is going to separate you from the herd. And that is going to lead you to achieving more outcomes and getting more benefits through your communications. These two, these two aspects of the two stage decision we talked about is covered in one of the courses on communicationoutcome.com. And uh, it's the communication purpose statement course. So if you're interested in it, consider becoming a member. Uh, this is a, a this is a program that we've really made accessible. And if you join before the end of October, you lock in the $10 a month membership rate. So consider that if you're looking to expand and increase and sharpen those communication skills. This is Chad Eves, and we will see you next time.